0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of DFT's Dungeon. And it's kind of that intro episode, right? The one where we sort of get things off the ground and sort of explain what's going on. My name is Daniel Terry. I will be your host this evening or this morning or whenever you have decided to click on this podcast And a lot of you that are here, that are listening right now, you're here for one of two reasons. I think most of you, at least in the beginning, are kind of here just to see what's going on. What happened to discography discussion? Dan, it was my favorite podcast. Why are you not doing it anymore? I am going to get to that, but please bear with me. This is going to require quite a bit of explaining. The other reason you might be here is you have no idea who I am, you have no idea what this podcast is, and you want to hear a new podcast. But in order for me to explain all of this, we're going to have to go back in time quite a while. So we're going to sort of jump in the DeLorean, so to speak, and we're going to go back to, you know, late 80s, early 90s, right? See, when I was a little kid, I was obsessed with recording myself. I actually just posted a picture on my Facebook timeline of me when I was three years old, sitting there with one of those 80s cassette recorders. I have no idea what I was talking about, but I'm going to tell everybody that it was, uh, you know, some Napalm Death album or something along those lines in order to get my cool points in. I was really, really obsessed with recording my voice. And, you know, go ahead and insert any jokes about just liking to hear myself talk because that that's true. That's that's why That's why I'm doing this. That's why that's why some people do podcasts. So you could judge me for it, but I think that uh, I, I think that we all have our thing, right? And and my thing was music. I got into music at a really early age. Yeah, it was mostly church music. I've done interviews uh, talking about this and sort of my early introduction to music. I would highly recommend, and I will link these in the show notes the As the Story Grows episode that I did with Brian Patton where we talk about my early days getting into music, and then also my Mosh Zone episode with Jeremy. That one was super cool and super detailed. You guys can go listen to those so I don't take up this entire episode explaining my childhood and how I got into music and, and, and all of that. But if you didn't know, the kind of music that I really got into as I got older was extreme music, extreme metal music. Hardcore, death metal, black metal, metalcore, you name it. I've always really been about passionate music. I like music that's very emotional. And I know a lot of people think that guys only listen to metal because we want people to think that we're tough, right? And I was never really into the whole tough guy thing. It never really appealed to me, but I did like the extreme emotion because growing up, I always felt like my emotions were a lot bigger than I was. And there was really no outlet for it for me. There was no real way to express it. And so I found that expression through music. I found ways to sort of regulate my emotions, so to speak, with listening to songs, listening to albums. And uh, I even formed my own band. Uh, I actually didn't form a band. I joined it. I joined a Christian rock band called Jelly Donut when I was in high school. That was a lot of fun. We started off as sort of this, like, Linkin Park, type of band and then we eventually I started listening to bands like Norma Jean and Zayo and that band sort of shifted it got heavier and heavier and heavier and one of the things that I encountered and this is actually important I encountered that whenever you're playing in like a Christian heavy band it's really hard to find people that are on the same page as you because you either have people that are super religious to the point where they think any music that has screaming in it is evil and they don't want to have any part of it. Or you run into people that just want to play rock music, but you're this guy that only knows how to scream and can't sing very well. And the reason this is important is it's really, really, really hard to build a thing when everybody's not on the same page as far as what they want out of it. I'm not necessarily saying anybody's wrong or anybody's right, but if you're in a band with somebody and they sort of have a different reference point or a different idea for what they want to do, eventually that's going to come to a head. And it's going to be really, really hard to move forward from that. After my band, Jelly Donut, broke up, I started another band uh, later on. But in between that time, that's whenever I started getting into like really extreme, obscure metal that's where all the black metal came from, the death metal came from. I mean, it didn't come from there, but that's where I discovered it. I got so into that stuff that it sort of started bleeding into the next band that I started, which was called End of Destiny. And that's one that I actually was a founding member on. I didn't just join that band. And uh, we had a great time. We went and recorded an album in 2006. And uh, as far as I know, you can still stream it on like Spotify and stuff. Maybe I'll leave a link in the show notes. Maybe I won't. (laughs) I'm not ashamed of it. It's just old. And I just think about how many different ways I would do it now. And now I am sort of getting off topic. Once all the bands were gone and I sort of grew up, it started becoming harder and harder to get into new things. I started sort of settling into my old ways and sort of enjoying stuff that I'd always enjoyed, but not really branching out a whole lot. And I remember getting really, really sad and depressed and upset. And, and you know, w- I had played in bands before. I'd been into music before. I forgot to mention, too, that at one time I did publish, like, a, this metal magazine that I think only, like, maybe 15 people read and uh, even did a podcast. And good luck finding that. Uh, that. That's considerably old, like 2005. I don't even know if there were podcasts back in 2005. But if you could find it, then hats off to you. Eventually, though... In twenty sixteen, my friend Joe, you know, he'd been he'd been sort of trying to get me to do a podcast for a few years, and I had sort of always been like, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I don't know what we would talk about. And of course he was like, Well, we're gonna talk about music. That's what you like talking about, that's what you always talk about. So We did. Uh, Me and Joe and our friend Josh uh, got together in Joe's basement in 2016, and we talked about Metallica. We talked about every single Metallica album. And it was very fun. It was very therapeutic. It was cool to sort of talk to my friends about music in a way that was interesting. And sometimes we agreed on things, sometimes we didn't. We recorded that and we edited it and we put it up online for people to listen to. And the people that did hear it did seem to enjoy that conversation. So we we're like, well, I guess we'll just keep it going. So we did. We, we started talking about every, every band we could think of. We, we talked about Metallica, Mortification, because I always have to get that like Christian music sort of thing in there. And then we talked about Zayo, who's my favorite band, which you will come to find if you're a new listener to this. Uh, You'll hear me mention that name quite a bit. So if I haven't sold you on that band, you know, within three or four episodes, then I haven't done my job. But we recorded it, and it was cool, and it was fun, and it was interesting. We talked about all the bands that we knew already. And the thing that was fun about it is we already loved those bands. We already had a lot of good things to say about those bands. And we sort of used our own life experiences to sort of describe, you know, where we were at when we heard certain album and what we were doing and how we felt about it. And, you know, there were some bands that we loved, but maybe didn't have albums that were that great. There's an infamous In Flames episode where I get downright belligerent about the changes that the band made over time. And that was fun. It was comedic. It was interesting. And we had so much fun doing that podcast podcast back in 2016 2017 I'll even say all the way up until 2018 I remember whenever we first transitioned away from talking about bands that we already knew and loved and it would require us to do quite a bit of research and by research we realized that we had limited time and that we really couldn't just talk about everything you know one of the most common complaints that we got on discography discussion was you know you guys don't ever talk about the EPs and I used to be like well who has the time you know when a band has 12 to 15 albums it's hard to sort of get all those EPs in there plus some of those EPs and even some of those independent albums would be harder and harder to sort of to sort of track down and listen to and and make an analysis of and nobody wants a podcast that's four hours long so I'm going to try to keep this one you know a little a little bit on the shorter side since we're trying to make a good new first impression here But eventually things shifted and we weren't talking about bands that we were overly familiar with. And it became sort of this, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going to listen to every, let's say, Cannibal Corpse album. We're going to listen to all of their records in the span of like a week. I mean, we made the schedule ahead of time, so we kind of knew what was coming up so you could get some of your listening in. But I remember the listening started becoming a problem because we'd we'd brought on a new co-host. Josh decided to leave the podcast relatively early in its run, mostly because we were all adults and we were busy. Uh, We were married. I, I wasn't married to Josh, but Josh was married and I was married. And we both had kids. And so it was it was a pretty big time dedication to to devote. 11 to 12 hours a week. It might not sound like that much, but not everybody had jobs where they could listen to music all day. And we brought our friend Jeff on, and Jeff was an absolute blessing to the podcast. He brought a new perspective. He had sort of unique ideas on atmospheric bands and bands that would bring out your feelings. And it was really cool. But the workload still sort of started bogging us down at that point. Because once we'd run out of bands that we were overly familiar with, because if you want to do a thought exercise with me for a second, think about how many bands you know, and then think about how many bands you know the entire discography. Enough to talk about for one to two hours. If you're a diehard music fan, you might come up with like 30 or 40 bands. I came up with 50 that I knew right off the top of my head didn't even have to listen to a single note in order to sit down and do an episode about them. But then we also had listeners. By three or four years in, we had an audience. We had a dedicated group of people that would listen to our show every single week, and we would get emails and comments, and I love reading that stuff. People saying, oh, I've never heard of this band before. I'm really, really glad that you guys covered them on the show and you gave a good overview of their music, because now I'm going to check them out. And some people said, yeah, I checked this band out. They were incredible. I'm a huge fan now. And then they started suggesting bands for us to listen to, which we were very open to. And, and I don't want this to sound like I'm complaining about people giving us suggestions. I love suggestions. As a music fan, I love to hear new things and sort of expand my horizons. And psychologically, too, this had a great effect on me because it did allow me to check out new bands that I hadn't heard of before. But once I got to about the four-year mark, the exhaustion sort of started to creep in a little bit because you only have limited time. You can listen to records and sometimes not really be paying attention because you're sort of busy living your life. You miss things. And then, you know, people suggest those bands for you to listen to and talk about and they want the full treatment. They want you to talk about that band like you talked about Zayo. You know 50 episodes ago but that became impossible after a while and we had to start streamlining how we did things and this is where the change sort of came in because I I kept doing the podcast because we had an audience and it was successful and I got to meet a lot of really cool people and I I got to sort of meet a lot of my childhood heroes and and talk to them and interview them and we'd expanded out into basically a full operation where we were doing a new episode every week. We were doing interviews as much as we could. I remember in 2020 during the covid stuff, I ended up doing, you know, 2 to 3 interviews a week and then we would release them in the middle of the week so that people would, you know, get maximum content. You got a whole discography discussion on Monday and then you got a you got a full interview with somebody that we probably talked about on the podcast on Friday. And we started doing live streams and we would pick a topic and we would stick to it we would have guests on we did a lot of really really cool stuff but you have to think about what type of toll that will take on somebody when for instance you have a family and you're trying to explain to your family like hey i've got an interview tonight and then tomorrow night i have to record for the podcast And then the night after that, I'm doing a live stream. And then the night after that, I'm doing a hangout with our Patreon supporters. And I enjoyed doing all of that, but I did not enjoy the effect that it had on my family. My kids, even now, whenever they hear, oh, daddy's doing a podcast, that means to them that like, oh, don't disturb. Don't talk to daddy. Daddy is not available. After about five years of doing this, it, sort of got to the point where I called Joe up and I said hey man I I need to take a break I can't do this I can't I can't keep going at this level forever eventually it's it's gonna break down and I got I got kind of depressed in October of 2021 I was probably at one of my lower points I wasn't happy with my life I felt stressed out I felt overworked I felt underpaid was just sort of unhappy all the time and that sort of started bleeding into the into the music reviews like I could talk about a band one week and be like oh they're really great and then I'd listen to another band and they'd be pretty good or whatever but I felt like I was being unnecessarily harsh to their discography because I was in a bad mood or because I was in a bad place and I wasn't making up lies but you can you can sort of choose to be negative right It doesn't necessarily have to be like you're talking about objective fact because we're talking about musical opinions. I either liked this or I didn't like this. But there are certain situations where you can be in such a bad place that you don't like it no matter what. It doesn't matter how it sounds. It could be your favorite song. It could be your favorite band, your favorite movie. Whatever it is, if you're not doing well, then you're not going to be receptive to things that might actually make you happy if you gave it the time of day. I hope that makes sense i I feel like i'm rambling a little bit here so what i did is i realized i was in kind of a bad place so i made a list literally opened up microsoft notepad and made a list of all the things that were going on in my life that i wasn't happy with and then i filtered that list based on what i could actually control so one of the things that we did on the podcast very early on is we would sit down and we would drink beers pretty much the entire time we were recording. It was part of the vibe. It was fun. It was like being in a bar with your friends talking about bands. After about three or four years of doing that though, I would sit down to do a podcast interview with somebody and I would slug down six, 9% IPAs and feel absolutely nothing. I wasn't even drunk. I was just used to my daily intake of that. And I go back and I listen to some of those podcast episodes that we did while I was like that, and I don't necessarily think they were bad, but I knew they could be better, and I knew I could explain myself better, and I could explain my mindsets better. So the first thing that had to go was the drinking. I I cut the drinking out in November of 2021, and I haven't looked back since. So once I had sort of conquered that aspect of things, I was like, okay, cool, I I can review things better, I can speak my mind better. I can do what I've been doing this whole time better than before. I can give better criticisms. I can give more well-thought-out ideas. But I still wasn't happy with it. And I wasn't happy because of the way we had set things up. Another common complaint that we had on Discography Discussion was that, you know, you guys are sort of missing out on the whole picture. Because you have, like, maybe an hour, hour and a half is a good podcast length most of the time. But if you've got... 15 or 16 albums to get through. Not only do you have to listen to all of those albums enough to have something to say about them at the end of the week... But you also have to talk about them briefly, even though some of them are going to be more interesting than others. There aren't that many bands out there that have perfect discographies. So we kind of fell into this pattern of, of talking about each album for anywhere between 15 to 20 minutes per album. And as a music fan, like if I'm sitting there listening to somebody describe something that I actually already care about, Of course, I'm never going to be 100% happy with it. But I did start to feel like we weren't really giving the entire picture. And the feeling started creeping in, especially as more bands were suggested. We got to a point where we were only talking about bands that were suggested to us to listen to. And we may have been halfway familiar with some of them, but it wasn't until we did that deep dive, that hard discography listen, that we would really be able to form any kind of really coherent opinion about it. And we didn't always agree. That's one thing people liked about the show is that Joe and I didn't always agree with each other on things. And I think that was fun and I think that's what made it entertaining. But it was starting to grate on me to the point where we were being negative. And I want to say we were being negative for no reason, but we were choosing to be negative. And this is, this is me. This is not me blaming this on Joe. Joe didn't always have the same opinion as me and vice versa. But I think it became the only result. I think it became the only thing that it could be, and that was listening to music because it's work. You have this fan base laid out. You have a weekly expectation, and you're trying everything you can do to meet those expectations, but you're also working a full-time job. You have a family that you need to spend time with. Your kids are getting older by the day. They look bigger every single time you see them. So when I inevitably got to the next thing on the list, the first thing I chose was weight loss. And I got really, really hardcore into weight loss. And I'm still on that train. I'm I'm still not quite where I want to be. But the other big elephant in the room was the podcast. So I took a break from the podcast for a month to sort of get it in my mind. Like, am I upset at podcasting? Am I upset with our show specifically? Am I upset with Joe? And where I ended up landing was the podcast itself is being run by two guys that want completely different things out of it. And I don't think either one of us are wrong. We just we just had our own idea about what it needed to be. When I got back from that vacation, Joe had continued to do the podcast with some guest hosts, and I'm thankful to all of them for sort of stepping into my absence and keeping the show going. Plus, it was kind of cool to listen to your own podcast when you're not on it, Uh, just to hear hear it like the listener hears it. But that was whenever a little thought started creeping into my mind that, like, do I even like music anymore? Because on a day-to-day basis, I don't really listen to what I want to listen to. I listen to what I have to listen to. And I think after a while, I got kind of resentful. I got resentful of the bands that we were talking about. Not that they did anything wrong. They just, they're bands that put records out. But because I wasn't happy personally, I was never, I was never happy with the, with the end product and we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything different. It's just that I started realizing that shotgunning through entire discographies in an hour is not really truly enjoying and appreciating music. And, you know, I just I I ended up calling Joe and saying, I just I don't want to do this anymore. And uh, there's a lot more to it than that. And I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty. This is not a podcast where I'm here to talk bad about Joe. And uh, I I hope that Joe finds something through this. I hope either he keeps discography discussion going in some capacity uh, or he finds something else that he's passionate about and goes right into that. That's all I really have to say about the past. So I hope that's a adequate explanation you guys know you can always reach out to me if you need more clarification. Uh, I'm not going to sling dirt. I'm, I'm not here to talk about who was wrong and who was right because there was a lot wrong with me that led to this decision. There was a lot wrong with my mindset and sort of the, the pattern that I had fallen into as a result of that mindset. So now the number one question, then, then what is this podcast? And Dan, it sounds like you hated podcasting and you just couldn't wait to get out of it. Uh, and that's not the case at all. One of my favorite things about when we started Discography Discussion was that I got to check out new bands. I got to be active again uh, in in the music scene, a music scene that I hadn't really been a part of since my band broke up. So I don't regret any of that. And I, and I don't regret what Joe and I did on Discography Discussion. When I look back at five years worth of podcast history, I'm amazed at what we were able to do. The amount of people that listened All the people that listened every week sent us emails and left us comments and, and would DM me in the middle of the night to be like, listen, I disagree with something that you said on this episode. I I wouldn't trade that for the world. I loved that aspect of it. I loved getting to meet people and talk to people and get their experiences, but you can't do the same thing forever. And change is a natural part of life and it's a scary part of life. You know, one of the things that you might notice listening to this podcast in particular is that it doesn't sound as good as discography discussion does. And that's because I'm missing my sound engineer. I am doing this by myself. I'm editing this myself and it's new and it's scary, but it's also really exciting. So what is DFT's Dungeon? DFT obviously is a nickname that I've gone by at work multiple times, even on discography discussion at the end of the episode where Joe would say, take us out DFT. That's sort of just a throwback. It's, it's, it's my unofficial nickname. So what this podcast is going to be is I don't want you guys to freak out because I didn't put the word metal in the title. I'm still wanting to talk about metal bands. I want to talk about heavy bands, hardcore bands, whatever. You name a genre, I'm probably really into it. And if I am not really into it, I can explain to you exactly why I'm not into it. But what I want to do with this is I want to get back to that sort of magical feeling of talking about albums that I loved growing up. And albums that I found later on in life that I also really enjoyed and new stuff, new stuff that I haven't even heard, you know, after I'm done recording this podcast. But I don't want to breeze through it. I don't want it to be a blink and you may miss it type of experience. So... What I'm wanting to do with this podcast is the majority of the episodes are going to be me taking an album and we're going to deep dive into it. We're going to talk about the lyrics. We're going to talk about what individual songs that we liked. We're going to talk about how this has influenced me in my personal life, where I was at when I heard this record and how I've interacted with it over the years. We're going to talk about the themes. We're going to talk about everything there is to talk about it. And as much behind the scenes stuff as I can get, I will try to get. And in order to do that, I'm going to need help. It can't just be like this episode where I'm just sitting there talking to you statically. I tend to thrive when talking to other people. So if you were a fan of discography discussion, you will know that we had a variety of co-hosts that helped us out over time. In addition to our guests, be them people from bands, people that were in the music industry. I want to bring those people on and I want to have a one-to-one conversation about these albums. And uh, I'm going to try to get as many of the artists involved as I can too. And so that's what you guys can kind of expect. And I know it's going to be different than Discography Discussion. And I know people are bummed that I'm not doing that podcast anymore. And and that part really sucks. And I do feel really bad for all the people that look forward to their new episode of Discography Discussion every week. But I'm hoping that if you give me a chance and you roll with me on this podcast, you'll find a lot to like and you'll see some familiar faces along the way. So what you're going to be able to expect is you're going to get I don't even want to call them album reviews, but they're going to be album deep dives. And a lot of them starting out are going to be albums that I grew up listening to or albums that I think are are personally significant. I'm going to post a new episode every week. I'm also going to once a month do a live stream, very similar to the uh, Discuss Metal Lives, and I'll have co-hosts and a panel. We'll pick a topic and we'll roll with it. I will also be doing interviews. Uh, just like I did on the Discuss Metal podcast. So there's going to be a lot of things that are the same, but there's going to be a lot of things that are different, and we're not going to always talk about metal. We're going to most of the time, don't get me wrong. But if I want to talk about a Portishead record or I want to talk about a Me Without You record or I want to talk about the newest release by NF... I'm going to do that and and I'm going to go to it with as much love and gusto as I do with metal bands because sometimes it gets boring just listening to the same blast beat over and over and over again. And that about wraps it up, guys. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of DFT's Dungeon. I promise we're going to talk about music next time. If you guys need to find me, a lot of my old socials either don't work or have changed. I don't go by Discuss Metal Dan anymore. Everything's going to be DFT. So you can follow me on Twitter at DFT9000. You can follow me on Facebook under Daniel Terry, or you can follow the Facebook page for this podcast. If you search for DFT's Dungeon, we will come right up. Make sure you guys are following that page for updates. And if you guys want to chat directly or ask me a whole bunch of questions or something like that, you can join the Discord server. I'll have a link in the show notes that will take you right to our Discord server. Thanks again, guys. I will see you next week.